0: The Natural Hat Trick, hosted by Luke Lipinski and Craig Morgan. Welcome to episode
1: 206 of the Natural Hat Trick Podcast alongside Craig Morgan, the Natty Hattie, and Jamie Eisner. Sup? I'm Luke Lipinski. Gentlemen, how are we? It's early. It is early.
2: That's my fault. I apologize, but. The Coyotes have development camp today, and I need to get over there.
1: Isn't it great to have hockey in the middle of June for just one week? One glorious week.
0: It's not really hockey, though.
1: Yeah, and ice. Great. With sticks? All right, well.
0: Yeah. Isn't it a thing? It is. A, of all the things in the world, it is one, one of them. definitely You know what a thing. thing is?
2: No. My favorite thing about development camp is all the people who will come away with hot takes from development camp, like assessments of players. Hot takes are everywhere. We are overflowing with hot takes in this country right now. So, mm.
1: yes, that's going to happen. Uh, do you want to start with the draft? Let's grade each prospect uh, one by very one. Very extensively. Okay. We'll start in reverse order with okay. pick 200 and. So, who was Mr. Relevant in this draft?
0: Jeremy like Michelle.
1: <laughs> what was that, Craig? I said, I don't
2: like you guys. <laughs> I don't like this plan.
1: Um, I'm not right. on board. No, Craig's not on board, so I guess we're not going to do it. Would you, uh, would you think of the, the first round just in general? How about that? I know you like the Blackhawks pick. This is me setting you up to say something nice, even though you've got your See, cowbell it's right true, there.
2: actually. I do like the pick of Kirby Doc. I do. Big center. I know a lot of people, a lot of scouts, execs around the NHL were high on him. I think he was high on a lot of people's boards. I know this was a little bit of a surprise, but I'm okay with this pick. I really am. I know the Blackhawks need help on defense, but, you know, again, if you can't draft for need. If you're talking about a defenseman other than Bowen Byron, who they could have taken, sure, and he could have stepped into the lineup, but... It's hard to predict what your needs are down the road, and and is Bo and Byram going to be ready to step into the NHL? We'll we'll have to wait and see, but I I like having big centers. I mean, again, premium positions, there are a lot of people high on this guy. He wasn't the big surprise of the first round to me. No, but I I did find it interesting that you sent
1: Jamie and I that text declaring Stan Bowman to be a genius, and all, all else was forgiven. I
2: never said that. Stan Bowman, who may be getting an extension... An extension. An extension for what? They almost made the playoffs a couple years ago. (laughs)
0: When's the last time they won a playoff series? When they won the cup in 2015. That's when. It's been a while. So in the same calendar year, we can get a Stan Bowman extension and Jim Rutherford in the Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, And possibly Peter Shirelli back in the NHL. That's going to be great. That's the natural hat trick right there. Those three together. Uh hey, I am going to need where's my duck? I need
2: my duck. Yeah, where is your duck? Where, yeah, where is, is your, your duck? Keenan Thompson where, had your where duck. Is your duck. <laughs> I I apologize. They they actually did lose to St. Louis in the first round the following year. They, they 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 lost 4-3 the following year. Yeah. Yes, they did. And then they got swept by the Predators. And the last 2 years they didn't make the playoffs. No. They haven't won a playoff series though since they won the cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so give them an extension. Why not? Sure.
1: Uh look, I know that a lot of this is shoot it's either subjective or objective subjective I'm gonna say subjective. that's what I was gonna go with it's too early in the morning 50 50 shot at it too it's it's way too early for this Uh, so without having seen all of these guys play and certainly without having seen them play against NHL caliber players I kind of liked LA's draft just the fact that they got Turcotte at five and were able to get what uh, Kaliev all the way in the
2: second round. Yeah, just I mean, in terms of upside.
0: Two first round picks doesn't hurt either. That's them. true. We'll yeah, see how it's, Kaliev pans
2: out. It's, it's, it's such, a, second round, such a lightning rod true. of a, a draft pick. I uh, mean, so, so divisive in terms of opinions when you talk to people about him. Yeah. Although,
0: I, Luke, I need you to pronounce their second draft pick's name uh-huh. live on the air from the first round Tobias Bjornfoot? I think. But it's yeah. like only it's only 10. Oh, I, I
1: thought I, I thought you were going to give me a much harder name. Okay. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun though. Make Luke pronounce random hockey names at it's what is it? Like 3:30 in the morning right now. Uh the Coyotes pick at 11 trading up to get Victor Soderstrom.
2: I'm a fan. I know people are losing their minds that they didn't take well, Why? Why were they losing their minds because yeah. the coyotes need scoring and they thought this guy could step in apparently and score right away in the NHL because it's such an easy transition to the NHL. <laughs> this guy, at, by the way, his is his size and five seven you know, cold coffee. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, I don't get that. We premium talk- positions. Have you not learned the draft mentality of John Chaika by now? He got a potentially elite right handed defenseman. He got a unicorn. I don't mind this pick at all. It's about the future. As he said before the draft. The draft is not where we're looking to fill our needs. This is the chance we have to get a player that you can't trade for later. That's, that was his point, and I agree with the philosophy. Yes, they still need scoring. No, I don't think Carl Soderberg is fully the answer this offseason. I still think they're trying to do something in free agency, but it's been really difficult, and you can tell. That it's been difficult. He's, he's frustrated. He was frustrated after the first day of the draft that they couldn't get anything done because I think that number fourteen pick was in play for a score. But short of that, they went and got a guy who could be a a fixture on their blue line for a very long
0: time. Yeah, and part of that is, we discussed this a little bit before the show. But part of the issue that I believe John Check is having by making these trades is that there aren't a lot of assets mm-hmm. that are not premium assets. Like you're not trading Barrett Hayton. You know, you're not trading Jacob Chikrin. You're not trading your top stars, so there are not a lot of these mid-level assets that are typically moved in these deals. You look at the Eric Holla deal. Look at the type of prospect in the pick attached to it. The Coyotes don't have that type of prospect, so and either why not? they're having to over – well, why not? years of poor drafting. Yes, and they took a lot of flack around the in NHL circles for shaking up their scouting department. Well, where are the assets? Where are the players in their system? So the problem is either the guys have to massively overpay, which is not smart, to massively overpay with your young prospects, or they kind of get left out in the cold on some of these mid-level deals.
2: Yeah.
1: I just, going back to Caulfield, and I made this point on the draft show that night... <sighs> We've seen in the NHL now, in 2019, that you can be a smaller, faster, more skilled player, and that works. Like, I think the days of everybody has to build like the LA Kings did in 2012, I think that's over. And I think that's progressive thinking, and I, I, I'm glad the league is in that spot. Yes. But the Coyotes have a lot of smaller players. There's a certain point where when you watch the playoffs, there's different ways to win the Stanley Cup. St. Louis and Boston had some physicality to them. I don't think you can have your entire roster being 57. That, that no,
0: that's not going to work. No, but there's also there needs to be can somebody that size have success at the NHL level nowadays? Yes. And, but yeah, but it is rare. It is a lot yeah, more it's not rare like a for given. Like, we understand what a typical prototype for an NHL player, an NHL scorer is. That doesn't mean that every single player has to fall on that, but you're taking extra risk which is why again he ended up going 15th overall and not. If he was six two and did what he did, he goes in the top five. Yeah. We, we know that, but there's inherent risk here, which is why this happens. Yes, there could there are always the Johnny Gaudreau's of the world that are out there that can that can do that, but those are rare. They're few and far between. We know what model works. So, is it worth taking that big of a risk with your first round pick in the top half of the draft?
1: The other thing too, to Craig's point, is you're not. You're not drafting this guy to come in and score goals next year. So if you're sitting mm-hmm. here, you're saying, it, it's very clear what the Coyotes need in 2019-20. They need a scoring winger. They yes. probably need to. It's, that, that's, Cole Caulfield's
2: not that guy in 2019-20. No, 20. he's not going to do that for them next season. He's, he's not going to do for that for years. anyone next season. And I don't understand why people don't get that. It's, you don't just step into the NHL and score 25-30 goals. How many of these guys A handful taken? of guys might But Maybe he's Kapo-Kakar. not
0: going to Maybe Capo yeah, Capo But you know what You didn't have the second pick
1: No That's <laughs> the thing I'm, I'm, I mean just looking at this And I wish I had the numbers That we had a couple years ago Where it was like Players that had stepped right in Over that two year span Where McDavid was the first pick And Matthews was the first pick mm-hmm. It was like McDavid, Matthews, Eichel, Chikrin Which was extremely rare now yeah. Looking back for a defenseman That's not the number one pick to do it And there was like one other guy Over those two years Which was supposed to be Two of the best drafts In recent memory One of them is the best draft In recent memory if you're looking at this year's draft, who's going to step in and, and potentially be a 20-goal scorer even? Next year, it's Kako and Hughes. And if you're going to say, who's, who in, from this draft is even going to step in and play next year? It's Kako and Hughes and
2: probably one or two other guys we're not expecting. Yeah. I can do this for you really quickly. From the 2018 draft, how many players do you think stepped in last season and reached 20 goals? Let, nobody reached 30. Nobody reached 25. How many do you think reached 20? So from just last just season's from last drafts, season. I'll, I'll do this for a couple seasons. Uh, I would say one. Two. Brady Kachuk had 22, and yeah. Andrei Sveshnikov, Sveshnikov reached 20. I forgot okay. Sveshnikov got Right there. at the end. Yeah. 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 Okay, 2017. How many guys stepped in and even reached 20 goals? Three guys. Hey. Elias Pettersson, Nolan Patrick, Hisher? and Nico Hischer. Mm-hmm. So the top two picks... And Elias Pedersen, so uh, all top five picks, nobody else. Okay, they stepped in their first year and did it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no, no, no,
1: no. They didn't, didn't, actually. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. My yeah, the, the, bad.
0: The, yeah. No. So I think it's only he's here. I'm sorry. I'm looking at totals here. So that's
2: that's their totals after two yeah. seasons. Yeah. So th- 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 it underscores the point. It's not going to happen for no. Cole Caulfield immediately. So if you're thinking the Coyotes need scoring, so they needed to draft him. You can't tie A to B. It doesn't go that quickly. You're drafting it doesn't happen. You're not
0: drafting for need again, unless you have one of the top couple picks. Yeah. So even if
1: you're drafting 3 years down the line,
0: even though they're completely different players, let's just pretend because it was about 2 picks away from where it was before, let's pretend Cole Field is Max Stone in terms of how long it takes for development. Okay. That means he's not playing the next 2 seasons. Don't we went That's back to juniors twice? That's typically what happens. So you're looking at three years down the road. And at that point, that might not be a need for you three years down the road.
1: Even what Craig just said, well, it feels like it's always a need, but but still. Like, Elias Pettersson comes in last year, wins Rookie of the, uh, of the Year going away. That wasn't even his first year. He was a top-ten pick the year before. These guys don't I'm play fine, right yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> but Barzal won Rookie of the Year last year, and it took him two years even to get into the league, didn't it? Yeah. Because he was from the McDavid he, draft, he was the twenty fifteen draft. Yeah. I mean, he he was on the same timeline as Dylan Strom in terms of actually just getting into the mm. league. He just took off. <laughs> I know. No, yeah. you
2: should Again, don't say th- those two names. Past the top two <laughs> you're just not going to get those guys.
1: Yeah. So, uh, as far as Soderstrom. I like the fact that he's right-handed. Me I, too. I know that they – I know every team says, oh, that guy was the top guy on our board. I've heard that the Coyotes had him third on their board. That's yeah. what Chica said, right? Yeah. Uh, said I think it, people
2: but... have a misunderstanding about how boards are constructed. Yeah. Now, everybody's board isn't going to have the same players on them because they understand they're people that aren't going to be there when they
0: draft. So yeah. don't don't think that, oh, he's the third best player in the draft. Yeah, I imagine Jack Hughes but, was pretty high on their board, but he was never getting there. Yeah, so don't they, don't, he was they don't spend so much too. time at that point. But
2: still, they they had him rated very highly. And a lot of people, other, a lot of other people, as I noted, there there were a ton of people in the Vancouver airport that liked that pick. Scouts, executives, Talk to Mike Mike Barnett.
0: Believe it or not, former Coyotes GM yeah. who loved the pick. He absolutely loved him. There's a dearth of right-handed defensemen in the NHL. Right talked We have talked about this ad nauseum. We really have. That is a position that you just can't find. And even if he never plays for the Coyotes, that position is coveted.
2: Yeah, exactly. It could be an asset too, and that's the other thing that people have to think about when you're drafting these players. Not all of them. Look, look, they have a ton of defensemen in their system now. Yeah, and and some of them are just starting to crack. I think consciousness of the fan base, right? Because some of them are in college, like Cameron Crotty. Those are those are the players to watch. But they could become assets if they start playing really well at the NCAA level. That could be an asset that you use in a trade, but that's what Jamie was talking about earlier. They need to start
0: stockpiling some of that in
2: their system. They just don't have the assets to even trade. They right don't now.
0: like, and, and I know we'll talk about it more later in the show because I already brought up the Arakala because I brought up the Aracala stuff. But if you're sitting back frustrated that why aren't the Coyotes in on deals like that, it's because they don't have the level of prospect that you would trade in that scenario. It's yes, it's it's nice to have you know the the Haytons of the world, and that's somebody that could make the roster this year and have a five, ten-year impact on your team if all goes well. But you need those pieces in the middle to move. So you can make these deals. You can't just... It's, this is not like a video game where you can just package three or four blah assets you and get give something.
1: You give away your, a lot of your trash to no, get something good back? No, this is not
0: back. NHL 19 where you just add four seventh round picks and you can make the trade in the game like like it lets you do. Right, right, right. You have to Why have Why is isn't he doing something? Why isn't he doing something? You have something? to have these mid-level assets <laughs> that are movable. Even if they're never going to play for your team, even if they're not good enough. Like if you have two or three more defensive prospects, you know, they're not going to crack our top ten. But they're movable, and that's what the Coyotes don't have, which is why they can't make these kind of mid-level deals.
1: I want Cameron Crotty's nickname to be Crotty by nature. Can we at least get that to happen? (laughs) You
2: can make that happen (laughs) right right now. One more point on Soderstrom before we move on. The thing that I love hearing about his game is how mature it is defensively. So many people brought that up unsolicited, how good he is positionally, how fluid he is. One one of the things that uh, Lindsey Hoffert talked about that I thought was really good analysis, when he's in defensive position— in the defensive zone there's never a reach he's always compact he's always balanced so he's always able to get in position to make plays defensively to hear that a guy at his age is that mature defensively that's a really good sign they believe he has more in his and in, in his offensive game and he he clearly can handle the puck he can move the puck and he can skate it's just his situation moving up from juniors last year they didn't put him in those situations and he was on a a bad team, too, that didn't score a lot of goals. But they see that there, and a lot of people see it there. This guy has a complete game already at his
0: age. That's amazing to hear. The thing I like is I, I like when players in their draft year like this are playing with men in like the Swedish Elite League, yeah. or whatever it's called. I guess it's the SHL. Mm-hmm. It's not the Elite League anymore. But it just, it, it's a different level. They can get a taste of what it's like to play against bigger players, players with more experience. No, it's not the NHL, but those are pretty high-skilled players in the, Swedish, in the Swedish Hockey League. He's someone that, again, within a year or two, depending on his development, can start playing in, in Tucson in the American Hockey League again against professionals, against full-grown men that are, you know, that just harder to skate around. I like that ability. Yeah, to I'm be, really I, curious I, what what they're going to do
2: with him next season because they don't think he's that far away. Now, playing against men in the Swedish league is great. I think the AHL is a more physical game. Yeah. Yes. So and the you might different. want him to get it. Yeah, it might want to get him a taste of North American hockey. So. I wouldn't be surprised if he were in the AHL next season, but that'll all sort itself out at camp. I think that's lost on a lot of people, and I think it's maybe the best point, is the fact that you now have
1: a guy in your system that is immediately... What on the same level with pierre olivier Joseph? at, he's at above that position? Him, I think. I, I mean, from a from a potential standpoint, I think he's a potential. Him. Yes. Yeah. But even in, just in terms of your de- developmental arc, like yeah. he, he's not going to play this year in the NHL. But if he's playing in the AHL right now, because of what you guys just said, because of him he's already not been, holding
2: to the CHL yeah.
1: agreement, too. yes. So he could feasibly be in the NHL a year from now. Feasibly. I mean, I want to put that pressure on them, but if you look right. at the Coyotes, the way their defense is set up, and we, we know that they've got now, after trading Connaughton, they've got their seven defensemen back from last year. Next year, they're all back except uh, Labushkin's and RFA. I mean, we'll see what happens there. The following year, though, Goligoski, Jalmerson, Demers, and Osterley are all UFAs. Yeah. So past 2020-2021, you only have OEL and Chikrin signed. Yeah. and. And I would be shocked if Soderstrom hasn't stepped in by then,
2: right? And that's okay, right? If you have OEL and Chikrin as your top two on the left side, this guy steps in on the right side, you're in
0: pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah. you're in pretty good shape. And again, I think Pio Joseph's more of a third pair, but he, he can be a be. dynamic third pair that can play significant power play minutes. Again, that's fine. You can have a player like that on your team when you have Chikrin and Oliver Ekman Larson, and maybe you know, maybe who knows? Maybe we sign one of those guys. They just I still they want to see what happens their best to Pio Joseph's game when he just fills out a little bit.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't really think they have a feel for it yet, because he's still so skinny. But the same thing happened with his brother, and then he just... Took off. Yeah, took off. Anything else on the draft before we move on? Detroit
1: sort of shocking people oh, with yeah, the that cider was, pick. That was the surprising pick, right? But Eiserman's built up enough equity with me that it, yeah, I actually do believe he knows something everybody else didn't know. So I'm having this
2: conversation with Joe Smith from the Athletic Tampa. Iserman... Had all that time to get out and scout, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and you wonder on whose dime that scouting was done done by the way, but he's he's gotten a lot of looks in on this kid, so it it it's interesting to think about it from that angle.
1: It's going to be this quiet rivalry that could develop if if Detroit and Tampa start going head to head here in a couple of years, or like if Detroit had gone after an offer sheet of Braden Point. I know it's not really allowed in the NHL to actually offer sheet a player, but we can talk going about to happen it now.
0: But we'll talk. I don't we'll, think it is either. It's no. not going to happen. Well, because
1: Carolina so bailed Toronto out, and that was cute. Not like they're in your conference or anything, um, but yeah, Iserman. That's just that's it's an interesting dynamic that he built Tampa up and now is going to go and potentially tear them down from Detroit. PK Subban getting traded to New Jersey. This or nothing. Can I just reiterate that Ray Shero and, and Jamie already brought up Jim Rutherford that Ray Shero is one of the top. If you had to start, it if you were starting an NHL team right now, who would be your top choices to be your GM? I honestly it would be one for me. Shiro would probably be number two. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have an order after Iserman, but Shiro and actually Chaika are, 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 are three Chica, of my Gordon.
0: five. I think Gorton has done a really, really strong job there. He really has
1: with New York. He's turned uh, them around instantly. Yeah.
0: I mean, he didn't have much to work with when he got there. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Ray Shiro has been... He's always been this good. I like... And, and this goes back to what I said about Iserman a few years ago. I like GMs that try. I know that's a weird thing to say, Boyle but there are teams that, that are near the bottom of the standings that the teams just don't feel like, they're like eh, we'll, let, let's build for three, four, five, six years down the road. Yeah, I like teams that say, you know what, we have a shot to maybe do something or we have a star player that's about to have, have an expiring contract. We need to make a move now because if we don't, we're going to be rebuilding mm-hmm. very quickly. And, and I, I really like this deal. The Metro gets really interesting
2: next year, doesn't it? I
1: don't think Pittsburgh's making the playoffs. We haven't seen free agency yet,
2: but Florida's
1: definitely a playoff team. I'll tell
2: you what, the Pittsburgh team that I saw in the playoffs, I would not be surprised at no, all if they did not make yeah. the playoffs. They, I still think they, they were the worst team in the postseason. Yeah, well, they were. But, I mean, they had a good Where's regular season. Yeah, Where's my duck? Where's your duck? Uh, they were. They had They had a
1: decent. They had a very good—I mean, they were over 100 points in the regular season. But the thing is— Florida from the uh, the Atlantic is probably a playoff team. Toronto, Boston, Tampa aren't dropping out of the playoffs. No. I mean Tampa in the regular season is that's where they shine. Yeah, there's no
0: pressure, they're great.
1: Yeah. New Jersey, I don't know if they're a playoff team or not, but they just added Jack Hughes and PK Subban in 5 days or 2 days. And yes. Toronto or uh, New York just added Truba and Kako in 5 days. Yeah. yeah. Those teams are a lot better. And yep. yeah, Philadelphia's got the whole year of Carter Hart, like it just but they're emptying their bank yeah, account in Kevin Hayes exactly. bank account. So. <laughs> oh, oh, exactly.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, by yeah, by the way, second straight year, they overpaid for a free stupid, agent. It's stupid, but they're still going to be a tough team. <laughs> like, are. it's dumb and it's not good long term.
1: Uh, I, I just I, don't know who's bad in the East anymore other than Buffalo Ottawa. and Ottawa. Right?
0: <laughs> Ottawa and, and Detroit. Or Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah. It, yeah, it's going to be a tougher path for uh, for all the teams. Uh, but at least you have uh, two Matt Murrays now in Pittsburgh. That's all that really
1: matters. Yeah. <laughs> just clone them as best we can. <laughs> uh. We assume that Nashville's plan here is to get Matthew Shane. I I would assume trying. so. I I would assume it is. Patrick Marlowe gets
0: <sighs> So Patrick Marlowe to the Sharks, kind of. Yeah, kind like, of. What we all kind of expect. It's so
1: it's so frustrating because for three weeks I'm I'm listening to, to media in Toronto that are just like I don't understand why San Jose won't just trade for Marlowe. Which is basically I don't understand why San Jose won't just bail us out. Even though San Jose can't. If San Jose was so Inclined to be like, you know what we really should do instead of worrying about our own team. Since the the hockey universe revolves around Toronto, let's just try and bail Toronto out. So San Jose didn't have the cap room, but Carolina comes along and they're like, yeah, give us your first round pick, and we will basically make you the best right. team in and hockey. It won't for the be next a top ten
2: pick in 2020, but you know they get 2021. It's going to be a low first round yeah. pick. So that's.
1: Just remember this moment, and we can all point to Carolina, although it's not 100% their fault, when Toronto is winning multiple cups in the next five years. Well, Just remember well, this.
0: Uh, we'll see. That that blue line ain't going to win any cups the way it's currently constructed. So we'll we'll see what they do with some of that stuff. They spot. have gotten completely bailed out and
1: are going to to keep everybody despite they do, mismanaging they, it. They, they do get to keep everybody. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which we kind of expected all along, but,
1: but honestly. But we expected it. And the fact but that
0: Carolina took the whole why. salary on. They
1: yeah. took the whole cap hit on. We expected that surprised it me. Not, when we were expecting it, to be fair, at least from my perspective, it wasn't, this is what's going to happen and they're going to be able to do it. It was just, things will work out for them because they're Toronto and nobody offers sheets anybody. And yeah, sure enough.
2: It, it, for a late
0: first round pick, you're going to do that? You're going to take on that much? Oh, and man. they're in your conference I'm too, by the way. I'm surprised did it, but I, I, I get it. I get getting the asset there, and they're going to buy him out. So the late first-round pick, is that that was enough for you to take
2: on that cap? Yeah, that's, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't think it's enough. How, what, yeah. what are the chances that that late first-round pick is going to pan out? I don't know. That
1: could be the 30th pick. Yeah. I mean, Toronto had no power, and they basically got to yeah. dictate the terms of this deal. Kapanen comes back. Janssen comes back. They get Marner, even though they've horribly mismanaged that. I mean, it's not like they were supposed to lose Matthews. But remember, they just added John Tavares. They have yeah, these picks. I, I, they get to keep
0: everybody. I know everybody's mad, but the reality was is we expect them to lose maybe Kapanen. Yeah, like, I expect I, them to so, lose Kapanen. Well, that's whatever. a big deal. I it know. It is a big deal. I Not, know. Now they're
2: going to sign him. Of course, Mitch Martin wants like $13 million. That's still going to be the here, funny though. part of, yeah. of,
0: of of seeing what Mitch Martin signs for. <laughs>
1: well, Now they have the money to pay him, which is remarkable.
0: But by the way, again, this is the deal like... If they weren't going to trade Marlowe with a prospect, this is the all uh, I was kind of expecting. Of. Oh. Attach your first-round picks to things. Yeah. Who cares? Because your, your, they're your cup they're worthless.
2: Right, exactly.
0: Attach your first-round picks to things and see if somebody will bite and somebody bit. Let me see. I, I, Although I it, it is a real brave new world where Carolina is taking on cat pits to then buy out with money, which is very strange. Yeah, that's. Cause true. You would not expect that franchise to be like, "Yeah, we'll just we'll just we'll just buy a basically a buy a first-round pick."
1: Uh, where do we think that pick's going to be? Just give me, like, a
0: number. Next year? Or is it two years from now?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say, like, the 28th pick in the draft. Yeah. I think they'll be in the at least in the— So I'm just going to go back to 20— I'll go back to 2015, which is the best draft in recent memory, right? Yeah. I'll go the 27th pick. That's Jacob Larson for Anaheim. Okay? Exactly. That's what, what I'm saying. What did Carolina do here? You just made Toronto unstoppable for— Man, Or Gabriel why? Carlson, the why? 29th pick. talked the- into this? I don't, I, don't, I don't like this one at all. So, anyway.
2: Boo, uh, Carolina.
1: I don't remember if we talked about this on the air or off the air. Did you like the Calvin DeHaan?
2: That's fine. The air. I mean, okay. they they needed help on their blue line. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine.
1: Not worthy of a cowbell just yet? No, it's not a cowbell. Um... Carl Soderbergh <clears throat> to the Coyotes. You don't want to talk about Kevin Gary canette.
2: Bettman getting booed? No, oh, that's just a regular occurrence. But he did bring the Sadines. He was flanked by the Sadines. That's a Roger Cadell move. He was yeah. pandering. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't boo him right then and there. But as soon as the Sadines left, they booed him He again. should just take the Sadines. By the way, the, the crowd in Vancouver. I am trying to figure out why people in Vancouver are so angry and unpleasant. <laughs> Tukorovsk. It is an amazing city. Right, Marshawn? It, it, now, mind you, it's incredibly expensive. It's ridiculously expensive. But it is a beautiful city. It's like one of my favorite places on earth that I have seen. And they're just so unhappy there all the time.
1: <laughs> yes, they really are. Really Every time are. I, I, mean, I went there a lot, or a decent amount, for Penguins-Canucks games when I was growing up in Seattle. And so I remember being there at age seven, eight, nine, ten, 10. And they are just irate in that city when it comes to hockey.
2: Yeah, I,
1: the- I don't get it.
2: Yeah, it's an unpleasant place. Just like, don't get it. What what do you have to be unhappy about? In retrospect, we should that <laughs> you have to live out in Burnaby yeah, or, or somewhere farther because it costs a one point two million to buy a you know an eight hundred square foot house <laughs> yes. in Vancouver. But well, that's because um, you lit them all on fire when you lost to Boston in twenty eleven. That could be part uh-huh, of it. Yeah, uh-huh. less less available. Less, less available real estate was had insulation. nothing to do with the Chinese investors. But at any rate. <laughs> They're booing everything. I mean, they were just booing everything, and they were they were booing Boston when they came. I Actually, as I tweeted, I, I get that, because yeah. that's the only team that Boston's been able to beat in its past
1: eight cup final appearances. Yeah, that's right. remarkable. Oh, I get the ding. That's not even
2: the cowbell.
0: That's, what, that's <laughs> the, the Canucks slander. Uh, <laughs> the Audio cue. <laughs> the alarm that goes off on Craig's laptop. By the way, while I'm doing this, I'm getting
2: killed by Greg Dillard,
0: the Coyotes media
2: relations guy, for my takes in my mailbag today. Mm. That sounds about right. Dark, dark chocolate over milk chocolate. Brutal. He's just killing me right now. Yeah, dark chocolate over milk chocolate. That's wrong. Shout out to Greg Dillard. He's finally made it being on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> and how, how many
0: a- questions did you field on, on that, uh, that moment? I think it was 75. we got we're quite a few there. here yeah. um,
1: that we're going to have to get to.
0: Are we getting into the brick stuff now? Yeah, let's do that. So I have, I have mixed feelings about this. You
1: wanna, before you give your thoughts, then, let me just throw this out there. I got a decent... <laughs> Jamie physically <laughs> closed his mouth with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a decent amount of people on Twitter that are Coyotes fans that hate this trade for the Coyotes. Okay, so I don't hate the trade. The tr- you gave uh, so up I, a guy that wasn't going to play. So I,
0: and, and, and there are two independent thoughts I don't okay, have in here. So sorry. this is tough for me to put two thoughts in a row and put them together. Oh, I know. Okay, But my, f- thought one, it's a really strong trade. Kevin McNaughton wasn't going to play a significant role for you this season. You have a 30% chance of your third-round pick ever even getting to 50 games in the NHL. We brought that up on the show a while back. So you're getting a legitimate player that can help you this year for basically nothing. Exactly. You gave up nothing. So that's an excellent deal. That is that is this corner. That
1: part is indisputable. You gave up
2: a player that wasn't going to play. Correct.
0: So So, no, literally, not not just a player that was going to play, a player
2: that was definitely going to be moved anyway. Yeah, or on waivers. (laughs) Bingo. If they couldn't trade him in a package, they were going to put him on waivers or maybe even buy him out. He was not going to be on
1: the roster. You made this point online real quick, Craig. Kevin Connaughton's a very likable guy. Very likable guy. I love talking to the guy. I miss talking to him. Shocked they got anything for him though. As Yes! <laughs> I'm blown that's, away. That's not even a knock on him. It's just the fact that teams can look and say, you have eight defensemen, and now two in your system, are your probably a year away. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to give you anything for your eighth defenseman, and they got a player that had 23 goals last year. Yes, So that's, that's, that's all box good. one.
0: So that's excellent. There's no disputing that.
1: Plus, they got another player's last name starts with Soder. They've done that <sighs> a lot in the last week.
0: Box two also is... Also discussed in the mailbag. Oh. Box two is, I don't th- like Carl Soderbergh's game. Okay, I, I I think that he will have an incredibly difficult time replicating last year's stats. I think he's closer to a eighteen to twenty goal score, forty ish point guy, which is fine. That helps you. Fair. Doesn't make that deal any less awesome. But I don't think he's this twenty five goal, fifty point solution. Put I don't think that he's way. the
2: answer. I think he's Big. part one. And I, he helps. I'm, I'm with you on that too. Yeah, yeah he helps. It, it, to give up nothing to add this to your roster, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. but. I agree that they can't stop there. Yeah, the
0: problem is... They've
2: got one more move they have
0: and, to Well, make. someone asked if they would move Dvorak to the wing for Soderbergh or and That's one of our questions. Like, I don't think you're changing any plans well, for Carl well, Soderbergh.
2: Well, look, we'll see how that pans out. I mean, again, Rick Tockett loves the idea of these hybrid players. He likes having a couple of these guys on each line. It depends on situations. Right side, left side, face-offs. Whoever, you know, in their system, the first guy back is F1, right? That becomes the center in their defensive zone coverage. It's the way it works. So you have that versatility. So I, I think... I think maybe people are a little too hung up on strict definition of center and wing, the way he views it. There will be some interchangeability there, but I agree that this isn't enough. The problem is, what's out there? Again, he tried to make other trades. We don't have the, you know, as as Jamie, he's thinking, we don't have the assets to trade. We had the 14th pick, but weren't able to swing a trade for that. What's in the system to deal? What is the cost? What is the acquisition cost? And then when you look at free agency, look at the stupid prices that are being paid. You really want them to go out and do a Kevin Hayes deal? (sighs) He is overpaid. He is overpaid. Yeah, and I know the market dictates it. So if he makes it, that's what the market says he's worth. I get it, but I think John Chike. I think his exact or his to paraphrase what he said. There's a market value, but we also assign an internal value. And that's, that's discipline right there. You have to adhere to that. And even if it means they don't get the guy they want, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, if, if you want them to go out and overpay for a free agent, okay. But then think about the impact it has on them down the road. Yeah, yeah this
1: isn't being cheap, not going out and and just – Dumping all your money to Kevin Hayes. There are not a lot of great free agents available this off season. If you, yeah, if you can get Artemi Panarin, yeah, by all means, I would overpay for him. They're not getting him, but I'm not going to overpay for some guy that's like a, an okay forward.
0: Yeah, the biggest benefit to their, to the Coyotes is I don't know, s- that is, that, is uh, that, yeah. that the duck is that
1: the- That's that's the new duck. Yes,
0: let's okay. just say uh, sketchy s- sketchy ownership life over the last ten years. Is that they haven't been in position where they can make these truly awful franchise sinking deals? Yeah. Don't start making them now. They can't. As out a, of desperation, as like the
1: Coyotes, you cannot afford to do it. No, you're not going to get bailed out like Toronto will if you screw up. If the Coyotes don't have any terrible contracts on their roster right now, they cannot afford to have any terrible contracts on their roster. Agreed. So, do you, do you
2: have a duck yet? By the way, why don't you have a duck yet? I, it's it's been a busy
1: working week. on it.
0: Yeah,
2: where's my duck?
1: There's your duck. Do I have to order a duck or can I just go butt Oh, God. (laughs) What is that? That is a duck. Why does it have to be a duck and not a penguin? Just because that's what you asked for last week and so that's what it is now? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. We'll we'll get a duck. You Uh, should get a duck. It's actually probably (laughs) infinitely easier to find a, a duck toy than a... Penguin toy. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> is that the same thing over and over again? Yeah, it it's is. Terrifying. I'm just going to keep doing it.
1: No. I'm going to keep doing it until <laughs> you get a duck. But it has to be when More we're talking about the penguins. And since we've been talking about I the think, draft. I
2: kind of feel like you need to get a duck now instead of a penguin. Yeah, I'll get a duck. It's kind of a thing now. I will on the get show. a duck
1: to All represent right. the penguins. I right. will right, get one. Right, I'm going to need it this year. I'm going to need Just a, a duck and draw 87 on the back. A, a stressed duck. No, I'm going to put Rutherford's Stress face on the front duck. Yeah. <laughs> Stress duck. Stress <laughs> duck. This is perfect. Yeah.
2: That's the name of the show, by the Stress way. Stress duck. Stress
0: duck.
1: What we're going to have last week was <laughs> Where's Your Duck? So people are going to wonder why we have so many duck-themed oh, shows. Oh, titles.
0: Yeah. And we spent so little time on Anaheim. Who? Are they still in the league? Who
1: was your most forgotten team last year? Jamie and I were talking about this on the drive back from Vegas.
0: It was Anaheim, but it's close. Like, Anaheim and the Kings were... Yeah, for me, it was the Kings. Both both the Southern California just teams for were just so irrelevant. It was
1: those two. And by the way, we live in a city that's in the same division as those two teams, so that's remarkable. For now. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Rangers. I also forgot they existed until they came out and made like eight brilliant right. moves. Until they turned themselves a into a playoff team. Yeah, until they might win the cup with Henrik Lundqvist <laughs> one last time. <laughs> Uh, anything else as far as trades? We talked about Truba last week. Well, I mean, yeah, uh,
2: you want to talk about the Eric Holla trade, or
1: yeah, we can talk about that. We can also talk about Vancouver doing
2: whatever it is Vancouver. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> oh, what Vancouver is oh, no. doing can ever. Can we talk a couple of couple of pieces of news on Vancouver? First of all, trading the what happened? <laughs> the the, the <laughs> Your lights phone the went st- off and the light went on. Yeah,
0: the lights in the studio <laughs> keep going uh, on and off randomly. Uh, maybe <laughs> so, they're connected. I'm a little a, concerned. J T.
2: Miller, okay, yeah, I could see some value to J T. Miller. Sure. For a conditional first-round pick in 2020, nope. really, a, uh, and a third-round selection in 2009. However, should the Canucks not make the playoffs, the first-round selection will move to the 2021 draft, where it is not protected. Unprotected. What? For a rebuilding team? Love it. Yeah. And again, Oh, bale- my God, and what again, are you doing? Bale's Tampa out. So what are you sign doing, point? Vancouver? And oh, by the way, Roberto Luongo just retired. Tough break about that cap recapture. <laughs>
0: yeah, three-point. Oh like, what we three oh. we okay. a week in Vancouver. Okay, Canucks fans. I talk. get
1: it. Maybe I get why you're so unhappy. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is why you're always on edge and booing All this everybody.
2: time in the NHL, no cups, and this.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they do have bad contracts on their team. They do. Bad contracts. And they
2: love terrible defensemen. They
1: really do. Love them. Which are easier to find than good defense. Are we
2: like counting the old old time Ottawa Senators in the same breath? I, I kind of feel like I should, just to to rub it in a little more. Because Ottawa's won a cup then. We could say Ottawa's won a cup, Montreal's won a cup, Toronto's won a cup, Edmonton's won a cup. Calgary has won a cup. Well, Winnipeg, they just haven't been in the league very long, but <laughs> Vancouver, uh, hmm. Well yeah,
1: if you're gonna reference a Canadian team winning a cup, you have to count the old time ones, otherwise we're not gonna have any All for right, you to so, reference. You know? Ottawa's Ottawa's got their cup. Yeah. Vancouver? Vancouver does not Vancouver should have
2: did they, did they have it in one of those Like early weird years I don't know When they were like The
1: Vancouver yeah. Vancouverites Or something uh, Was that an <laughs> NBA team <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Oh that's rude <laughs> Just throw that out That was a bummer When they left yeah. um, Truly was a bummer Because that was a good road trip
1: Now I, I do I like I mean they have Pedersen And they have Quinn Hughes And they have Brock Bester They have three pieces To really build around Going forward
0: and they're doing their best to just, I don't know, put stucco around the rest of it. Oh, by yeah. the way, the Winnipeg-Victoria
2: has won way back around the turn oh, of the century. That almost so, sounds like the winnipeg so there Vancouver's it
0: is. Every current
2: NHL city has a championship in its history. Except one. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry.
1: Sorry, Vancouver. Direct all your hate mail, and I know you have a lot of it, directly to uh, to Craig Morgan. <laughs> so Vancouver's a weird team because they have those three guys, and Besser was not a high I mean, he's a well, late first-round pick.
2: Even Quebec has titles. LOL. <laughs> The
1: Quebec like bulldogs in 1913. Have the Vancouver Giants won a? Was everybody the bulldogs. Was there only one type of animal back in the early 1900s? There was just the bulldogs bulldog. I mean, Nicknames like are a- notoriously were-
2: boring. Oh like- my bad. The Vancouver Millionaires did win in 1915. So that's you a got, great nickname too. You got that, yeah, so that thing about and it. It's appropriate now because you have to be a millionaire. Yeah, well, to no, a like with the cost of inflation, what are they now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Vancouver only millionaires. So look, you can always fall back on
0: that. You know. So, and, and you know you can adopt Victoria too It's close enough They won in 1925 I just pulled up the Canucks cap friendly page And I just got reminded that There are still three more years left on Louis Yorks well, Yeah that's sort of <laughs> what I was alluding to Six million a year And they just decided oh, that they had to have Louis Erickson Luongo. And Jay Capri Beagle capture. Jay Beagle and Louis Yorks have three years left on their deal you that's have what you like need to, to win the cup If you're
1: content, if you are a, if you you're are one win away from winning the Stanley Cup You've got to have that Jay Beagle on your roster And we agree Vancouver's only one win away from winning the Stanley Cup Right? That's where they are. That's why they went out and made that move. How did we get on Vancouver? Oh, because well, of their Well, that's where the draft trade. was. Yeah, their trade. Okay. The and all, all those, those unhappy trade. people.
2: Did you enjoy the the uh, the draft? The experience? It was... Uh, we had a cool athletic event. Yeah. We, got, we had, like... I don't know if you saw that photo. Like, 65 of us. Mm. There was one person missing. You guys are taking I'm not over. calling you out, Joe Smith, for missing the meeting, but... Just, <laughs> no, no big deal. He's probably working. It's okay. Yeah, actually, he was at the awards writing, like... Seventeen
1: stories. Jamie and I were at the awards. We were Are you going to ask about our trip, Craig? No, no. Oh, well, that's rude, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, it was uh, Jamie and I both came to this one conclusion. Well, there's a few, but Nikita Kucherov. I don't know if he's always this way. He seemed pretty miserable somebody, the whole time.
0: Somebody yeah. held a gun to his head and said, "This is you're going to this award show and you're going to like you're it. You're going to
1: win all the the greatest individual awards it was and, m- at the miserable. highest level of your game." And he was. Joe just, said
2: that he has his days. He has his days where, yeah. yeah, it's just not happening. You're not talking about it. He was day. miserable. Even, like,
0: like all the lightning were kind of like, meh, which I get. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. At least John Cooper opened up and, like, laughed at some jokes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and Hedman seemed okay. I mean, I even go more so behind the scenes than, than what was on TV, but, like, when, when we were interviewing Kucherov afterwards as the media scrum, after he's won all three awards, all the, like, major awards... And not that he was, like, standoffish, he just seemed unhappy. And I don't know if that's, like, the carryover from the way they went out of the playoffs. And we were talking about this on the way back, too. That's got to be the most embarrassing exit from the Stanley Cup playoffs in the last 20 years. I mean, now that we've had two months to process it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because even, like I said, even the... That was more directed to Craig, who's playing Candy Crush on his phone
2: now. Yeah. Oh, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, I mean, do you... Jamie and I already talked about this. The only other yeah. one
0: that I think is close is, is the Bruins. When they were up 3-0. When they were up 3-0 against Philly. But that, that was, was still the Confer- conference, but that was conference final. final. Yeah, When like, they didn't have the season that Tampa had. Yeah. We're talking about... The uh, most embarrassing playoff exit in the last 20 years, right? Like I That's it, not hyperbole, is it? That, that's it, the it, worst it's gotta exit. gotta be, right? The season they had? Yeah. To get swept. To and to play one good period? To get swept. And in the context of how their season prior ended? Those yeah. last two games in the conference? Like... It's it's got to be.
1: I, that's just that's what I'm saying. Of, of I don't know if if that's just their general demeanor, but they looked like they were. St- and Koutrov even said something actually in post the post award show stuff where he was like, yeah, these individual awards are not what we play for and we play for team awards and i know players say that and, oh look at me i won this amazing award but it's all about the team tampa should have won the cup this
2: year they didn't win a game that just yeah. means
0: there were no bonuses in this contract for winning the heart <laughs> the most
2: interesting piece of news that came out of the uh, awards for me was the fact that the board of governors met and approved the
0: sale of the coyotes to alex morello yeah. yes another who, step forward who would have thought that after all of these years that you and I would be in Vegas when... Well, I guess I should mute that. Is that a Vancouver Probably, reference? Yeah. That's up? Where's your duck now? Where's we be your in Vegas. duck? <laughs> <laughs> We're a coyote.
2: You need a drop of that, okay? <laughs> Wait, can you say it in a New York accent. I want to hear where's it. Where's your duck? No, come on.
0: Come on. Okay. A little more. Oh, just, a little more. Well, we have to give him... Bring, just, we have bring, to give bring him in like New York.
2: It. So, like, come on.
0: And hey, where's your duck? <laughs> hey, you, where's your duck? No, let me just, uh, where's your duck?
1: Yeah, that's okay. I'll just mark that.
0: Over there in the water?
1: Put it in my file of drops. We never play on the show. Uh, but Over there in the water. <laughs> but there it is. Okay. Uh,
0: but we'd be in Vegas for, and a Coyote's owner would be approved by the Board of Governors and it would be like not a big deal. Who would have thought? It was. It was, just was like an afterthought. Well, yeah. I like, I oh,
2: mean, okay. To be honest, Board of Governors votes are generally rubber stamps on these things. If they get to that point, it's generally assumed that it's going to happen. Here's the thing. It happened quickly, though. The yeah. GMs, GMs had their meeting in in Vancouver, and it's interesting to hear various people talk about this situation. Because, you, you, and and I didn't do this directly. I asked I asked some of our writers to check in with their governors to get a read on Alex Morello, and I've heard some of the reads in the past.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll just leave that hanging there, and you can do with it what you will. But the overriding opinion of this guy is he's legit. He's legit. They really believe in this guy. He could be a game changer for this franchise. And, of course, everyone's going to – the next step is, well, what about the arena? Well, let's get this done first and then worry about the arena. arena. See what happens. People that are well-connected in this hockey community, by the way, really well-connected and have been for a long time, believe that there's a deal out there to be done for an arena. They believe it's there. I've heard that, too. You've got to get the right people. You need someone, first of all, who has the financial wherewithal yes. to make it happen. They might finally have that guy.
1: That, to me, is a bigger deal. I mean, the arena, I look, I'm somebody that lives in the East Valley, and we've talked about this on the show before, and we don't need to go into it again, but it's it's not a, oh, that's a 20-minute drive. No, that can be a two-and-a-half-hour drive from where most of the hockey fans are in the city on a Tuesday night to go watch a game. You have no walk-up traffic in a situation like that. Yeah,
2: and you would over here. Yeah.
1: But not, not here, like physically at the
2: studio, because you well, we wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't hear. No,
1: we'd have decent walk-up traffic. Yeah, I don't it was see like it right there. Just build it right like, on top of this. You North Phoenix people, I don't see it. Happen. Really, North Phoenix yeah. is kind of yeah. like where it's at no. now. Anyway, I don't know. You, it's not like the actual arena you have is bad. It's not like this is urgent. We got to get out of here because this arena's falling apart. You're it's one of the nicer Nassau arenas. You're right, <laughs> and and you're not even playing at the Barclays Center where there's a car parked behind the goalie. Like this is, it's a nice arena. It's just location. It's more important to get the
0: ownership in there. And the financial stability, because if you look at the yeah. past history of Coyote's owners, there's the level of desperation to get someone to keep them in the market has led to owners that didn't exactly have a lot of liquid assets, let's say. And, it's, and it, just, it is what it is.
1: That means people that sell Hefeweizen. <laughs> hey, no, that's hurtful to
0: both of us. I no. that, that still hurts, Craig. <laughs> that, that's how I know it's a win, when I can get both of you at the same time. But... So ha- having that financial stability is incredibly important. And again, there we saw to show. They're not; they need a new arena, but it's not like they're going to kicked out of the one they have in the next year or two if they can't get one instantly. Yeah, and it's going to take time to build. Those things take time to build, do they? As we saw in, in Vegas,
1: yeah, we saw the Raiders stadium going up. Yeah. And they build stuff in Vegas in like an hour. Yeah, even that's not done yet. It's much like the Raiders themselves. It's very much under construction.
0: I just think it's important to remember that this is not the context of ownership change six years ago no. or five years ago. Things a lot has changed since then. Any in the past decade? Yeah, probably. a lot. <laughs> go with any potential ownership change in a the past
2: ten. Yeah, this is different from all of those.
1: I'm cautiously excited about this, but I'm just going to hold off until it's finalized before I get too excited. But two, two, more, two more weeks? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just just
2: two weeks. It's always two weeks. Uh, why was the cap not announced until after? Oh, that's it could such a good anybody? question, and I don't really think anyone has. You know, all the blame is falling on the PA now, and I I have no idea why the PA would do this. Is that what he, you call Pennsylvania? Uh, No. Oh, okay. No. The NHLPA. Oh. I have no idea why they would wait this long. We knew the cap was going to come down at a lower number. Everybody knew that was coming because because of the escrow issue, and they were only going to institute – they ended up instituting 0.5 percent, right, of the escalator clause. So you got less of a cap. But why you wait to do it until after the draft, it, it sort of hurts. It hurts players. It hurt everybody. It hurt everybody. Yes. It was it was terrible timing. It was a joke, and it came out like, I'm walking out of the arena, and the cap announcement comes I'm walking out. here. Come on. Seriously? Yeah, I, I didn't
1: understand. And Look, I don't know if that's why the Coyotes couldn't trade the 14th pick, but well, it certainly didn't
2: help. cap issues definitely were part of it. A lot of teams were tight, but you know, again, there, there were multiple factors
1: here. Yeah. Can you just—I exp- I want somebody else to explain this. I feel like it's the most simple concept in the world. One of you just say— how obvious this is, every time I bring up to somebody, part of the reason the Coyotes couldn't make a trade with that 14th pick is because we didn't know the salary cap around the league. And everybody's response is, well, the Coyotes aren't up against the cap.
2: But other teams were. Yes, it usually takes two
1: teams to make a trade. Well, yes, those other teams uh,
0: wanted certainty before they made deals. Depends on who you ask about the Coyotes and the cap, but I I will save that because I don't want to get you in trouble. Um, Uh, First time (laughs) forever for Jamie. (laughs) But, uh, I won't get into that. I shouldn't even bother. But, yes it, it's, it's obviously I'll tell you off the air okay it's, it's ob, wow, tell you off. now I'll, our listeners are like what? I'll tell you off <laughs> what are they discussing um, but yeah it's obviously a fact it, it, it's not just not, it's not just the fact that it came in lower it's the fact that you don't know and nothing paralyzes GMs in sports yep. other more than confusion. Yes. Uncertainty, yeah.
1: When you're up against the cap, if you are Toronto or Vegas or in Pittsburgh, if you are up against, I don't think Pittsburgh pays attention to the cap, but if they were so inclined <laughs> to actually care about how much you know, signing Jack Johnson for however much they signed him for might impact you, if you're a team that's up against the cap, you need to know down to the
2: dollar yes. how much space you have to make a trade. Almost every GM on the floor was saying that it was a factor. And the lack of trades. On there
0: day were one. no trades on it's day stupid one. Stupid yeah. that you don't have this number out already. Yes, it is. It's
1: dumb. My my question is, that's not going to be like this new trend, right? Next no, year we're going to have these the were cap unusual
2: out. circumstances. So okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, in the notes, it just says the Avs and then dash Yauza. I thought they had a point. terrific night. I mean, and they got Cole Caulfield. I mean, come on, It's unstoppable. Then well, didn't great. No
2: Montreal. They, got, no Montreal got, got ah, Cole I'm Caulfield, sorry. but
0: they, they, got, they got no. The they defensemen. got to, uh, I'm sorry. They got the uh, what's his the What's his face? got the that. guy that they the got the what's his face, the, they the got defenseman that guy. Yeah, they, well, they got, got Bowen
2: Byram. Yeah, yeah. But they also got Alex Newhook. That's what I'm saying sorry.
0: And a ton of cap space. Yeah, that's the thing. All Colorado of the has space. a t- We were talking about yeah. this at prospect
1: camp the other day. But who are they going to sign? Matt Duchesne? They don't like him. They just <laughs> don't <unloaded Artemi laughs> Panarin?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but apparently, they didn't have a meeting with him. I mean, there's a lot of. There were some people wondering, oh, are they going after Artemi Panarin? Sure, they'd love to have him, but I don't think Artemi Panarin's going to Colorado. No. So what are you doing? Do you end up with all this cap space and then? Hmm. Although, Although which isn't the worst did, thing in did, the world. Uh, no. No.
0: Although, and this is this, this is an argument that I think sometimes gets lost in all of sports. Y- having that cap space, you can still carry that into next year and sign yep. guys. Like sure. you don't have to blow it all right now. Nope,
1: gotta spend it all right now. Like you don't have to. No, I I I agree with you 100. Because they're saying.
0: in a spot with what isn't Barry, Barry's a year away from an extension? Like they have a few guys that are within like two years. They of do, yeah. Big extensions coming up. So you're gonna they can't really lock up a huge like seven year deal with somebody at at big dollars because and of course Miko Rantan's a, Rantan's an RFA a year. right
2: now. So they could give him like thirty million dollars a year if they want. Cabe Landeskog has two years left on his deal, oh. so he's coming up. Yeah, like you mentioned, so yeah, Barry so, in one yeah. year. Philip Grubar in two years too. Yeah. So two some, years, Gabriel two Yeah, I mean, I would just reiterate. How Grubawa? Grubawa? So, yeah, I have to say it like that. Yeah, you better. Grubawa. Get Verbata back on here to help us with. Uh, <laughs> I don't European think he does German pronunciations. No, He's more he... into the mm-hmm. Slavic languages. Okay,
1: well, we can have him on for other. There's a lot okay. of Slavic names in the league. Like, I want to know how they say Pasternak over no, there. It's not even close. It's to probably what we not say, the way sure. they say it. In Just Boston. like
2: all the Swedish names. Even when we think we have the pronunciations right, they're so far off. Yeah, they really remember Freddie Schustrom. Yeah, it's Hustrum now. <laughs> We need to have a bashing more successful we just, Yeah, maybe, maybe.
1: Yeah. I totally forgot what I was going to say now with your your mm, reference. Hustrum reference. Yes, that threw me for okay. a loop. Uh, but Colorado, over the last, what, two years? I mean, remember how, how everybody looked at them and was like, Bednar's getting fired, Sackick's getting fired. And Sackick
0: has turned 49 points not too long ago. Yeah. 49 points. Only there was a word. Or a phrase to describe None. half of the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> <Ramelagoans. None. laughs> <Yeah, laughs> forget it.
1: <laughs> uh, I can't figure it out. Whatever it is. If uh, Jamie and I were talking about this too, wandering the streets of Vegas at three in the morning, and that's not an exaggeration. We need to come up with uh, like three shirts that we could potentially make, and then have people vote on them. That's that's what we came up with. Yeah. And then and yes, yeah. I know. I wasn't telling the story. But, to you but you, you were there. Of, oh. <laughs> well,
0: because you kind of stopped in the middle of that. You're like, while we were wandering the streets, <laughs> we need to come up with. It like a word. You should go back
1: there. and listen to the show and, and listen no, to that's your I job. You're the
0: one that listens to the show after it goes up. <laughs> okay. What about the coyote's cap, though, Jamie? <laughs> yes, I'm curious. I, I'm dying to know. Um, anyway, the uh, the I want the show to continue. The on the a- platform that it's currently that's, on. I okay. do as well. So, so I, will we'll, not, I will refrain from saying it on That's the good
1: because I have no idea what you're going to say. The Avalanche uh, have turned it around very quickly. And yes. I, I wonder if the Rangers might be doing that too. It was my original point. I had something hilarious to say, no, it was you about threw the me t- off. T- it, it was
0: about the t shirts that we were. No,
1: no, no. I had something else hilarious, and now uh, well, I'm all discombobulated. That, but. but with the t shirts, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to have. We're going to give you three options, and then the fourth is write-in an option, and you're going to vote on Twitter and tell us which one you most want. Okay. And I feel like nonlinear progression, where's your duck, and something else are
2: going sewer to be... Fights. Yeah, sewer, sewer fights? Yeah, sewer fights. Sewer fights is it, a little too vague, though. Like, it what it are is. Talking about? But the, but I I'm, would buy one. But I'm also yeah,
0: thinking, fights. like, my thought process at three in the morning in Vegas is still the same as it is now, which might be a problem in my life, but that, that's not the point. No, that's the point. <laughs> is that... Well, the phrase, like, nonlinear progression is, like, a staple of the show. Yes. I don't know if that's going to look good on a t-shirt. Because like, I'm going to wear a t-shirt with, like, a line graph. That doesn't sound exciting. Where's your duck? With, a, like, a skull. Walking penguin? No, where's your duck <laughs> with a penguin? Yeah. Yes, cowbell. <laughs> where's your duck? Yeah, the cowbell. But I think we're gonna make um,
2: actual cowbells. That we yeah, can I, do. I still want. I, I think, think we can. can get I a think shirt we can. Where actually you can press a button and you s- hear the sound of a cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> That'll go over well. I Eat think him. we <laughs> could do
0: actual cowbells. I do think that's possible. Yes, that's that easy. we have to
1: do. But where's your duck with a confused looking penguin on it? Yeah,
0: like I would wear that. That's great.
1: Confused slash embarrassed slash a little uncomfortable. Yeah. What
0: was day? the other a one we were talking about? Nonlinear progression. Yeah, it Doesn't yeah. matter because I only
1: want where's your duck shirts, <laughs> and I want a lot of oh. them. So anyway, we'll do that at some point this summer. Uh, we are going oh sewer do
0: fights it. like that's S- sewer it's fights. It's more generic, is...
1: but it would look good on a shirt. Oh, that's fantastic. We just need a good graphic for that. <laughs> All right, I've lost control of the show again. Uh, Roberto Luongo retiring. Uh, yeah,
2: we already talked about this. Yeah, vis a vis Vancouver. Yeah, but we mm. didn't
1: like really. I thought we're going did. to miss him. We're, yeah, we're not going to miss him on Twitter, though. I no.
2: would assume he's going to be able I'll to live him in more. that retirement home. Will you?
0: Yeah. That's good. I think he gets okay, a job on too. TV. He better. I think he's on one of the 8,000 Canadian sports stations that cover hockey. He should have a job right now on yeah. TV if he wants
1: it. One of the best personalities in the game. Yeah. Like, and he's a goalie, too, five. so
2: he's smart. Yeah.
1: I don't know if that's always the truth. <laughs> 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 but in this case, he seems pretty smart. You <laughs> <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, now where? Uh, Brooks Orpic, Ryan Callahan, essentially. Callahan being
2: forced, forced to, to retire, retire which yeah. sucks. Okay. you want to, Tampa is obviously an interesting team for a, a number of reasons that we've already discussed. But yes, they are.
1: By the way, did you see the Keenan Thompson line at the start of that award show? I thought he did a great job. The start of the award show where he said congratulations to Tampa for setting the, the or tying whatever it was, setting the playoff, the, regular tying season the record, record for, for most points. Record. Yeah. And then also tying the record for least wins in the playoffs. Yeah. And they did not laugh.
0: Oh, they were they did not. oh
2: <laughs> Torched. I was so happy to see him hosting. He, was yeah, he did really Somebody was actually funny. Yeah. He did and pays job. attention to hockey a little yeah. bit, too. That helps. So the timing of the Callahan announcement is odd. Is beyond odd. Beyond odd. What's going on there? I, I don't He's, know He visited a specialist No, he visited that specialist a long time ago They knew this Why make the announcement on the eve of the draft? It was all very weird I don't think we know the whole story there yet Yeah There's something fishy going on there it's,
1: It does seem weird
2: Yeah But if he has to retire It's sad. pretty impressive career Yeah You know, under the radar but- by the way, if, if this is a, an injury That's so debilitating that he can't play Why did he come back for that playoff game?
1: That's a fair question.
0: I would assume mm. we'll get answers. I mean, in the it next happens. Mm. I mean, Marion host also retired in the middle of June. That's the thing. Mm. So, like, retired these right things before the draft. These, as you're not saying the, we're not giving the, the implication that there are thing that there's a lot of impropriety here. But the fact there's also not zero. There's something fishy. This is there. this is done for cap reasons the on timing, some level. The whether timing it's is weird. Five yeah. percent or more. I don't. We don't know. But yeah, this is obviously. Fishy. All I'm saying, if he's making one million dollars a year, I don't think that announcement gets made by the draft, and I think the same thing would have happened with host as well.
2: Yeah,
0: well, Hosea, two more years on the Coyotes payroll. We
2: have questions. He's the about only that? one left now, Mike. Well, yeah, no, they still have Mike Ribeiro. Are they, are they, yeah, they I mean, still have Mike Ribeiro.
0: I think they have one more year of that. I'm Trying that. to remember. I mean, I'm going to mm-hmm. look it up. Mike here.
2: Smith's gone. Yeah, this is the last year, of Mike Ribeiro. Dave Bolin's gone. Mike Smith's. Gone. Yep. yep, so, so
0: is the only one they, they have left. Ribeiro one year and then Hosa
2: two. All
1: right, yep. before we get to the 950 listener questions that we have, I want to run through a couple names in free agency.
2: Oh, okay. you didn't want to talk about Brooks Orpik's retirement? I mentioned or it. Or Kari Lettinen? He helped the Penguins win a
1: cup. I didn't even Actually, see Kari Lettinen. It, Orpik yeah. helped the Penguins win two cups because he helped them win one when he was on Washington, too, so <laughs> that was very important. But uh, Joe Pavelski? The great American tool.
2: <laughs> Dopa. Uh Tampa? Uh, yeah. Dallas? Dallas. I'm sick of Dallas. Yeah. I don't I, I don't, don't know. Don't really get it anymore.
1: Real quick. What what percentage chance would you give St. Louis of repeating next year? Mm, I think very it's like low. 1%. Very low. Yeah, very low. They're not winning the cup again. No, like, if, if you go through their playoff run, they barely beat every team they played, including Dallas. I mean, that's all
0: that matters, but. No, I'm not still, taking away from what no, they did this year. Not,
1: they're, they're not. But they're it's there. not like they had some dominant. Like, if Tampa Bay had gone through and done what they were supposed to do, which implies winning more than zero playoff games, then I would sit here and be like, hey, they might do it again next year. Yeah. St. Louis isn't doing it again next year. Um, any names, Craig, that are that you can connect potentially to the Coyotes in well, free agency they keep or trades? I, yeah,
2: I know. That's they keep what I'm saying. falling. They really do. I, I thought they had some interest in Holla, but anybody else from Vegas? Were they interested in William Carlson? Yeah, they were definitely what interested in William Carlson. What? They a were deal. definitely interested in William Carlson. Absurd. They were interested in Hayes, but not at that price. My understanding is they wouldn't have gotten any higher than six million.
1: Yeah, I'm not interested in Hayes.
2: I, I no, I, I, not, not, at that price. William Carlson. William Carlson at oh,
0: that price yeah. by, all, and, and, oh, and, that's they, a great contract. And they don't even have to throw in a no move. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I know you, the guy wants to be in Vegas, but forty three goals. What a, deal. a year ago. Can I just give McPhee GM of the year now for that deal? Do we even need to bother?
1: It'll get forgotten by the like. It, somebody else will do something in the middle of the season that's not nearly as impressive next year and win GM of the year. But to get. William Carlson for the price. They he got a hometown discount, and the team has been in the league for a year and a half. And
2: we're seeing so few of those now. Um, with with the younger generation, yeah. they they want to get paid. They want to get their money. No, I don't blame them. But Who's that, that you hurts who, everybody who else. Said this to me, as in it's a sweeping generalization of players. Oh, good, <laughs> sweeping generalization oh, my of my players. Favorite. But North American players play the game to compete. Eastern European players. <laughs> Play the game to get paid. Oh, yes, and that's Scandinavians true. Oh. play the
0: game for fun.
1: <laughs> well, that part would be true, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think Mitch Marner clearly just playing yeah. to play the game. He, he doesn't d- want there's, there's no, he no he financial implications to it.
1: But, like, you, you look I mean, at Vegas. He's going to make twice as much as William Nylander, but Nylander's the one that cares about yes. the money.
0: Uh, you, you're yeah. looking at Vegas' roster right now. They have Mark Stone signed for a million years. They have William Carlson signed for Oof. a million years. I Jonathan I like Marsh is so, game so much. Alex Tuck. I mean, they have these stuff. I probably like Tuck at. 4.7, Marshall at 5, Carlson at 5.9. I want somebody
1: off of Vegas' like, roster.
0: my goodness. They're still in cap hell, though. Yeah, that's what I'm They're saying. to do something. I want one of those players. Are they going to move a player like Patches
2: for just to dump the salary? I would take Patches. That's what I'm thinking. That's, that's where that's, I was trying to lead you to. That's what I'm thinking. Lo- I would go to Max already on a salary dump.
0: It's a lot. I like Patches, but $7 million for four more years? Four years that's is a lot. lot. Alright, Jamie doesn't get to play the game anymore. I, I just... What the, about Paul Stastny? Oh, by all means. I think Paul Stasny is a two years, six point five. At, at that at that position? And what he's done in the post. At that point you could probably trade
2: one of your other guys a yeah. center for try to get a scoring wing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Again, I would like Patch ready. Just me too. At about I like about, about a million and a half less per year, but well, they can take on some of that money then if they're trying to get. Out yeah, of I mean, problems. if they want to eat it, if they want to eat a little bit of it, and you're in the spot where it's you're at five or five and a half million yeah. a year for Patch Reddy, by all means, Vegas, it's worth the risk.
1: Vegas eat two million a year, and we'll take patchy ready for five. Million I just
0: a year. I, the one thing I worry with patch ready is I wonder do, does he need to play with high, highly talented players to actually. Have that kind of success? Would he, he was be a thirty goal? Would he? Be, yeah, but he was. That, that top line in Montreal was pretty decent for a little bit. Mm. So would would he, would a would he be a thirty it. goal scorer playing with with who? I don't know with, with Schmaltz. I mean, I assume that's what you'd be playing him with. I
1: don't know what Dvorak. to make of Schmaltz yet because I haven't seen him. That, that's my,
0: that's my only question. Do do I think I think Pacioretty can score, but I think he's highly dependent on his line mates, maybe more so than other top scorers.
1: I think if you add Patcheri to the Coyotes, he's a twenty five goal guy. I can but is that enough?
0: Well. At seven million,
1: but at five million, yes, sure. twenty-five if, with if thirty. They go a little bit,
0: You're yeah, retain yeah. a little bit, if they, yeah, yeah. If he comes in at five, essentially,
1: I mean, we're completely half, speculating. I like patches, yeah, I like his too. game. Even though for a year of this show, that led to Craig sending us pictures of clowns. Yeah, I could it, start like, it all over again. Yeah, it ends
2: up a coyote, <laughs> clowns and coyotes together. They could just make a clown jersey where? That sounds awful. Creepy. Remember Insane Clown Pop? Hey, on kids night, we're going to give away clown I versions. try not to remember <laughs> ICP,
0: Luke. <laughs> Are you a, a was it, what did they say, Juggalo? Juggalo? <laughs> what? Which thing is it? The, what is happening here? <laughs> what are the We're ICP the fans? Rails.
2: Okay, poll question this week. <laughs> Craig's reaction. Craig apparently was
1: not a big Insane Clown Posse fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what is it? I don't remember. Was it Juggalos? Is that what they call their fans? I will look it up during the break. We don't have breaks in the, the break?
2: show. Oh, okay, poll question this week. How much more... Is Mitch Marner worth than Austin Matthews? Is it one million per year, two million per year, or three million per year? <laughs> well, those are your choices. Under. Or other. So <laughs> other. Less negative per year. Less, he's less than a Matthews. This is a Toronto centric poll. Yeah, of mm, course. Well, we yeah. want only Toronto fans voting on this. Okay. That's so, one million more, two million more, or three million more. Or, or the fourth option could be more. <laughs> just more. <laughs> okay.
1: uh, Jamie and I were talking about this on the way back from Vegas, too. That was a much better show. We should have just recorded that. Yeah. Is there a scenario – well, okay. Oh, I
2: hurt. I wasn't on that part. <laughs> no, no, but you're, we, we I'm no, bringing it you in in now.
1: Unless you want to play Candy Crush again while I ask you. Um, if Toronto lost Marner, which That'll we now know – my duck again. <laughs> keep this up. <laughs> which we now know won't happen. But if they had lost Marner for four first-round picks, would that have been that damaging to them? Four first-round picks? No. I, mean, I don't think anyone
0: should give up that much. You, you make a smaller offer, right? You yeah, don't make you make a smaller the- Nobody's giving up four first round picks and paying him $12 million I, I, a year. That's the only way you were going to get him,
1: though, right? yeah. is if you were going to pay that much. Like, you were going to have to go over that threshold, which was going to cost you four first yeah. round like, picks.
0: was whatever the 558 or whatever I said you have to go over that for it to be four first round picks. Boy, oh boy. I, I mean, again, you in your cup window—you want all the great players you have at the time, because again, all you have to do is win one. That's all that matters. Yeah, no, it doesn't Martin matter what's happening in Chicago. It yes. doesn't matter what's happening in Pittsburgh right now. They have cups plural. Doesn't matter what's happening in LA. The cups plural. It's all worth it.
2: He yes. can't make more than Austin Matthews and John Tavares. No, he, he can't. can't. He can't. You can't do that.
1: But and I heard this argument uh, this week from a media outlet in Toronto.
0: He's from Toronto. Oh, yeah, no, that, okay, oh, cool, uh, that fine, then, then we'll me. give him more in Canadian,
1: yes, he's a good Canadian boy, not just a good Canadian boy, good yeah, on. There, there's
0: been boy. no player I think that is more just misrepresented overall than Mitch Marner, yeah, I, I, he's a great player, don't get me wrong, he's a great player, but he's probably he's not, not one of the he's yet. not one of the 10 best players in hockey, I'm sorry, he's not, nope, no, period, no, he's not one of the two best players on his team, no, period. I'm not saying you shouldn't get a lot of money. I'm just saying you shouldn't get all of the money. Uh, To
1: quickly recap before we hit listener questions, at least for me, for the longest time, Toronto was the team I was looking at for the Coyotes to try and make a trade or pull somebody away. Now it's Vegas. My focus is on Vegas. And two, the—and I forgot to. Wow,
0: <laughs> Vegas does have that effect on people.
1: Vegas really does. I started thinking about Vegas, Script, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, stuff." Here. That's it. You, you have anything you want to contribute? Maybe yeah, well, you know,
0: after the break, maybe Mike Smith is going to reunite with David. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Oh, wow. uh, Just especially really? for our listeners that uh, uh, Elliot Friedman, and I had linked Mike Smith to Edmonton and a few other teams. It wasn't just Edmonton, but. That would be uh, that would be something.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Dave Tippett, he got his wish, and Seattle's AHL team is going to be in Palm Springs. Yeah, He's been on it. this one for a few months. Yep. Yep. It's also pretty close to Dave Tippett's house in Arizona, but he doesn't get to take advantage of that now. No, he does yeah. not. It's also well, not close Palm to Seattle. Palm Springs, AHL.
1: I'm interested yeah. to see where they're going to put an arena in Palm Springs, having been there. A couple times now over the last few years, I, this doesn't scream hockey when I get there. But hey, I'm okay. all, HL, all come on. yeah, it's,
0: it's, yeah you, you're building a place let for me, four thousand people. A place fun. to develop your players.
1: Well, no, let me, it's let an let me elongated gym. profit, <laughs> profits, <laughs> elongated profits gravy. It doesn't scream sports. <laughs> I shouldn't say it doesn't scream hockey. And maybe for me, it just screams music every time I'm there. But it doesn't. There's there's a market there to tap screams into old people
0: to me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's possible too.
1: I remembered my second point.
0: I oh. don't care anymore. No, you're going to care. Hey, the Trust schedule's me. out, by the way. Yeah, that's... And
2: it's oh, for the Coyotes again. By the way, speaking yeah, about things I
0: could not care less about, schedule release in any sport. Could not care.
2: You're all over it in football. Uh,
0: no, I'm no, not. I, I
2: suggest you talk to Rick Target.
0: He has a few thoughts He's on schedule.
1: Um, quickly, to my point, before we get to the schedule. Do we have to? Yeah, we have okay. to. Let's just live in that imaginary world where everybody, it, the is a cutthroat league and somebody might get offer sheeted. If that were to happen, oh, is well. Sebastian Ajo the guy now? <laughs> He's the most likely.
0: <sighs> I guess. It's just it's not going to happen. I'm going to be mad about it. I know. That's kind of why I brought up. What's that.
2: Carolina's cap situation again? 59 million committed right now? They're not even up to the floor yet. They'll match it.
1: Yeah. But I feel like Ajo, you could actually throw... Like You don't have to go into the hole, we'll give you four first-round picks. I exercise mean,
2: 16 players, and yeah, they're not even to the floor yet. They're going to they match it.
1: Would they match anything? I mean, what if you offered Sebastian Aho eight million, nine million a year, ten million a year?
2: I would offer him that because of the position he plays and his impact on the game. Also, Carolina's weird. True, they did just bail Toronto out, and they've just been weird in general for a year. Yeah, maybe they were using that to get to the cap floor. Maybe let's spread that rumor.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's start that. All right, schedule, Coyote schedule.
2: Yeah, six times they come back from the Central or Eastern Time Zone. And there's one day in between their last game on the road and their first game at home. That's nice. That's a good schedule.
1: I need. I haven't looked at it closely enough in comparison with other teams. Oh, well, it's funny you
2: should mention that. Because I did. Wow, look at this. I did. We, we, would you like to share your findings yeah, with us? I'm opening it up right now. Oh, okay. Calm yourself. You know, fill, fill the air. Your, I'm, your I'm laptop's PC. not making any duck sounds or anything. It's, it's not, not making, making any news. duck sounds. Okay. San Jose does it four times that same thing that I talked about coming back from the Easter Central and having to play a home game with just one day in between. Often that day is a travel day by the way, so it's not really even a rest day. Yeah, you get back Sometimes and play teams next come day. back the following day so they don't screw up their sleep patterns depends on what they're you know, what they're feeling what their experts are saying at the time, etc. Sh-
1: before you read these, I should throw <clears> out two <throat> people who can sit there and be like, well, they're professional athletes. Well, that's fine, but Pittsburgh doesn't have to do this. New Jersey, no, none of these teams have to no. do this. If you're in the
2: Eastern Conference, it's so much less of an issue. Now, they, they do fly bike to West, all your too, but, games. But you, yeah, you start comparing all those games, all those teams. First of all, travel in the Eastern Conference is so much easier because so many cities are closer together. The NHL can't do anything about that. No. But in the West, when you're comparing these teams uh, – Vancouver does it three times. Anaheim does it three times. Vegas does it three times. L.A. does it three times. The Cajuns do it six times. It's not great. That adds up over 82 It does. Games. And and when you look at a team that missed the playoffs by how many points, Luke? Four. Four points. Four points. Would that have made a difference? I don't know. When you look at a team that had a whole bunch of injuries last year, did that play a role? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It is. We don't. We
1: can't quantify exactly how much of a disadvantage it is, but it is a disadvantage. Yes. That's indisputable.
2: Now there, there, there's nuance to this. Of course, the Coyotes' available dates at Gila River Arena are plentiful. Let's say because there's not a lot going on there uh, in that arena that they feel can sustain itself if they leave. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that plays a, a role story. here. Um, but. You got to do something about this as a league. And and this, again, this comes down to having an advocate. Ray Whitney was pounding the drum on this way back in 2012, Mm -hmm. that they need an owner to step in for them in situations like this and say, we need to change this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you also just have to sort of build up that power over time, though. Yeah. Well, I I mean, you have to have financial skin in the game, right? Mm -hmm. You you can't be, you know... (sighs) For instance, uh, a guy who's in massive debt, and then go in there and pound the table and say, "I need the schedule changed." Yeah. You need financial skin in the game, and you can't lay this on the team president either. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron cohn has got like seven thousand things on his plate, right, <laughs> including trying to get this sale complete. Well, this you, is one of those. You can't throw that on him.
1: This is one of those things where, yeah, you you would ideally like to be able to go fight it. But, like you said, in, it, that's in a vacuum. If, if your team president has nine billion things he's doing...
2: And it, and he's not an owner, right? So he, yeah, he, yeah he, ultimately. He doesn't, it, doesn't have... Yeah.
1: Well, and there's no guarantee that if you go fight this, you're going to get a better schedule. It could right. totally be a fruitless no, effort.
0: No, but if you make enough noise, at some point, people just want to shut you up. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yes, that's Jimmy's I, life philosophy.
0: That's hurtful, but not untrue. Uh, so, if, again, if you make a point, again, you get you get in people's minds... You might see some incremental changes that happen over the course of a few years. Right now, they're in the. We can do whatever we want to the Coyotes because yeah, who's going to push back?
2: There's some belief on that too. Like, look, this this team's been supported by the league for so long. And okay. I don't think it's malicious. Yeah, it's more yeah, of just like we're not going to I don't think this is like sticking to no, the Coyotes because like, we've had to do that. It's well, just, if it's a
0: tiebreaker, we have to this game here, this game here. It's like, well, whatever. I don't I don't have to hear from them if I put the Coyotes in the spot. Yeah,
1: right. you're scheduling 31 yeah. teams. It's tough, but every tiebreaker seems like it goes against the Coyotes in these schedules.
0: Let me give you a couple fun examples
2: of the Coyote schedule. Here's november they host minnesota on november 9th at gila river arena they fly to washington dc that's close I mean, those are close yeah. you can almost <laughs> face see it the from capitals here. on the 11th okay, okay. okay. so we're One assuming day. they're gonna fly out on the 10th right they have a, a night game against the wild they're probably gonna not gonna fly out on a red eye yeah so the 10th is a travel day and they arrive in a you know in that time zone then on the 11th they have to play the capitals Oh, but that's the front end of a back to back, which concludes where? In St. Louis. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, what moron looked at that and said, Yeah, that works. In February, the Coyotes
1: host also, Carolina. Just, also Go the ahead. last just two fl- cup winners.
0: Also also just like just flip that not a day in the middle. Yeah. Yes, just, just, so just go simple. Just go. Who is first? St. Let Louis them work their way across the country.
2: <laughs> They're working their way across backwards. <laughs> or February, when the Coyotes host Carolina on the night of the 6th, then fly to Boston, mm. Boston for
0: a noon start on the 8th.
2: <laughs> Literally the furthest city
1: Less than away.
0: That's two days. Uh, would love Come this because there's on. never going to be a morning skate, ever. That's true. <laughs> just
1: wipe morning skates off the Coyote oh, schedule God. this year.
0: I'm trying, I don't remember if that's noon
2: here or noon there, but either way, matter, it's a so day, it's, right? Yeah, it's it's a day. day. They're yeah, not going to remember when they're playing. It's, what
1: it's a time weekend. It, <laughs> it might be
0: noon there. And hey, <laughs>
2: they've had such success at TD Gardens, so yeah. yeah, that'll help.
1: That's cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to some of these listener questions because we're well over an hour. We'll start with P-Mart. Which one of you can bench press the most weight? Napkin Jamie. Yeah, Napkin yeah, Jamie. I think quals. that's pretty much yeah. a given. Consensus. Not, I just want to be clear. Not real Jamie. No, no, no. Very clear. Not me. Not real Jamie. Um, is that? Rose, do you think Chica is getting ticked off that Carolina keeps stealing his trade targets? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, Carl Putnam, recovering Capitals fan. What is Craig's vacation schedule for the next 18 months? We all need to plan our lives accordingly so as not to miss any major Coyotes news. I'm not telling. Last time you didn't tell us It, did work. Big it didn't matter.
0: It didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh serious Remember that theory about somebody in the Curry's organization just waiting till Craig goes on vacation oh, I hope it's true Yeah I really I want to know I I haven't checked I wonder if I have a chip in my body uh,
2: literally tracking. I don't me. even know how you
1: would check for something like that. Uh, do oh. I? Okay.
2: Could be an implant in my head. Yeah. Who
1: yeah. knows? Or for all we know, you're just you're you're wearing a wire at all times. That's possible too. Cam Paul writes in: How many donut holes do you think you could eat in ten minutes? Well, donut holes don't exist. That's just the absence
2: of an actual so donut. Infinite amount. Yes. Yeah, so I, I mean, yes. I'm
1: breathing right now, so that uh, must be. Uh, if you're talking about donut balls,
2: unfortunately.
0: that's yeah. unfortunately, um, <laughs> well, I'm not comfortable with donut balls. <laughs> wow.
1: Did you hear Jamie's <laughs> hurtful comment? That's rude. See, I didn't hear what he said. Oh, what yeah. he say? Uh, <laughs> no, he, uh, he said,
0: I'm breathing right now. And I said, unfortunately. That's, uh, uh, that's, uh, I, that's just me. I, I, I laid down the gauntlet. I said, if Craig buys the 50 box, I would see. I would test it live on the air, 10 minutes of... <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes of me eating 10 minutes of dead air, just me eating donut holes. Yeah, okay. Well, that's what the people want. I wish one of you had brought
2: donut balls in 10 minutes donut of bowls the in. dead I did air. Drop a subtle the text message, but you know,
1: yeah, but we were like, I was already outside. here at this point. Nothing happened, Craig. As we're walking, I did bring, in. I wish I did bring the coffee. Donuts.
2: I'm sorry, I didn't bring breakfast too. Well, so are that's we. we
1: were waiting for your apology, and now we finally have
0: it. <laughs> Craig just said, wishing I had stopped for donuts. I am hungry. That, that wasn't enough. That
2: wasn't enough of a cue for my co-host, by the way. I was, I was at the, I was at the, the studio way. two and a Just half want to lay minutes that. later. I'm glad you read my exact test. I was at the studio that two and a half minutes test. later. Yeah, so? Uh, where was I going? I mean, what is it? 16th Street and Bethany Home, right? Dunkin' Donuts just saying yeah I come from the other way unlike
0: Luke I don't get off at the exit where I can't turn for six seven minutes yeah I come from the north <laughs> so
1: uh, anyway, she thanks for the donuts Jack yeah no problem <laughs> well I mean you, technically you're eating donut holes right now because it's nothing <sighs> obviously Chaika did but do you personally think Soderstrom's a better prospect
2: than Cider I don't think one way or the other because I'm not a talent evaluator. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: It would be, be disingenuous. I have never seen either of them play one single game of hockey with my own two eyes in person. So it would be disingenuous of me to have a strong opinion about that. Jamie, has
1: said disingenuous and dearth in the same show. I also, I hate the word dearth okay. I,
0: because, because it doesn't
1: sound like it means what it means. Like it means the exact opposite. When I hear dearth of something, it's like, oh, you've got so many prospects in your system. And it literally means none.
0: That's a cornucopia. Or slew, although but, no, that's got a negative connotation to it.
1: But cornucopia was, well, yeah, yeah. I just think Marjan when you say slew. <laughs> cornucopia sounds like a lot of things. It does. I
0: just think sewer fights when you say sounds something. like a lot of fun too. It does. Cornucopia, it's just the yeah. cornucopia
1: of happiness. Yeah. Uh, uprising nine five two. Okay. Which I'm guessing is the Phoenix Rising's record, since it's hashtag Uprising. <sighs> Either way, that's the name. I
0: direct this question to Craig. Then shot in, in the, the dark uprising. here.
1: If you weren't in hockey, sports media, or media in general, what is something else you think you'd be doing? I like this question.
0: Interesting. Uh, I think I would have been- We should answer
1: for each other, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) I think I would have been a school teacher.
1: Wow, I'm glad you're in media. Very glad you're in media
2: Something I want to be doing or something I probably would have been doing? Give us both. I'm going with probably. I probably would have been a financial analyst because that's where I was headed before. Really? Yes. Wow. What would you want to be doing? Like sailing uh, the high would seas? I want to have a giant farm no-kill shelter for dogs. That would oh, be wow. my ideal job.
1: Wow. Look at that. Craig yeah. had like a wholesome answer. Go ahead yeah. and top that, guys. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone last.
0: All right, Luke, what are you what, Jamie's going to just
1: disenchant our uh, What narcotic you,
0: would you be selling? you imagine <laughs> you as a teacher?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what I'd be doing. I was heading towards sports psychology, and now I just analyze Jamie on this show. That's what I was doing before
0: yeah. uh, media well, what, found what is me. Uh, what is my reading? Not good.
1: <laughs> Prognosis negative. Is Darren Drager secretly Paul Marner? That's from Domsky. He might be. <laughs> I know people in Toronto think that Drager's push, pushing the uh, the narrative to get Mitch Marner paid. A lot. Hmm. I don't think Darren Matt Drager Shane cares. Matt is the Coyotes' top offseason priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an odd one. Um... I Have a lot of questions about the Suban trade. This one's from Mike. Was in hindsight, was
0: the Seth Jones for Ryan Johansson trade worth it? Hmm. So there, there's two ways to look at this. It, in the, the full benefit of 2020 hindsight, no. But at the time, given what they were trying to do and what Ryan Johansson was as a player, and, and their just unbelievable lack of centers and for the a unbelievable team that was amount of riches on their blue line that. It wasn't a bad move to make. Seth Jones is a better player and has proven to be a better player than Ryan Johansson. But I can't fault the logic for why the move was made when you're trying to win a cup and you have zero centers and five great defensemen. Yep.
1: Uh, Let's see. Mike also threw in there a little bit later on. How and this is not realistic, but they had these guys. What if they had kept PK with Yosi and Ellis and Ekholm and Seth Jones and Samuel Gerard? That's a pretty good
0: defense. Yeah, but they were gonna. Who was gonna be their number one center? No, David Legwand and Mike Fisher. Like, <laughs> I mean, th- that was their problem. <laughs> ah, David yeah. Legwand. Like that was, but it was that was their problem. That's Cal what they turists? were looking at. Yeah, it was even pre-Taurus, but what like pre-Taurus. That, that should what, be the name what is of the trend. Taurus. What's post-Taurus?
1: Pre-post-Taurus. Uh, Bobby Bigwheel, because he's tried to ask this question nine different ways in <laughs> the last week. Bobby Bigwheel. I, I, I suspect this might be Oleg Teverdovsky writing into the show. Who is the biggest piece of man candy in Coyote's history? Teverdovsky, Gus Adams,
2: or Ronick? Man candy?
1: <laughs> well, he wrote in like two
2: weeks ago. Fine with fine man candy. Is, is that it? what it's... I think he's saying? Because it's none of the above. Is that what you saw on the
0: side, Luke, in your dream travel or whatever? It's none of the above. <laughs>
1: No, absolutely not. That's also not going to be the name of the podcast. Um, I, I have no idea. I don't either. I'm sorry, Bobby Big Wheel. Slash potentially, it says AKA Tom J, but I would say it's AKA Tevredovsky. No. I just read it because he's asked the question name like nine candy? times. Yes,
2: none of those. <laughs> none of the, of the above. See Craig's face. Was it like, m- like the man rocket right.
0: thing from, from a few weeks back? Chiglets. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I, I, if I, it, based on <laughs> reaction from fans, none of the above. Okay. I would put guys like Antoine Vermette. Uh, t- Taylor Pyatt on that list. Yeah. So if,
0: if you were constructing the all like former Coyotes like build the the fan base's perfect body, it's like Taylor Pilot, Pyatt's Piatt's eyes.
1: We haven't even built Vermette's the all star team yet.
0: Vermette's abdominals and voice. <laughs> I
1: don't like where this is going. <laughs> so move forward. Anytime I have Why are one so uncomfortable with this. One life? specific rule is when Jamie says Vermette's abdominals, <laughs> I move on to a new topic.
2: Oh uh, man, uh, wait. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, whose size <laughs> yeah. was, the, the, was it Bodker? Uh, it could be Bodker or Anthony Duclair. Um, okay, bo- let's go with Bodker. I, yeah. th- I mean, in terms of if you're constructing the perfect body, it would be hard not to steal a few parts from Michael Grabner. Yeah, How about if, hair? Who had the best hair in Coyotes history? Best hair in Coyotes history. First of all, got to call it flow. This is a hockey show. That's true. Maybe we should just ask. That could be our poll question. Yeah.
1: If uh, Well, no, our question two weeks ago was supposed to be which coach has the best hair, so I feel like we're going to be too predictable at that point. Although I never actually posted the question. If Hayton, uh, the name is H-A-R-7-1-N-3.
0: That sounds like a Finnish hockey team. So.
1: Uh, if Hayton makes the team, would Devo be moved to wing? Devo grabs with Hayton in the middle.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I'm not the
2: coach. Uh, yep.
1: Gertrude von Lichtenstein. I love
2: this name. If that is your
1: real name, I don't think these are anybody's. <laughs> no. names. What are your favorite books? Well, Jamie doesn't read, so hey, it on was to Craig. favorite movies oh, on you my stole, mailbag, you stole Gertrude. My joke.
2: Come on, this is not <laughs> oh, very creative, Gertrude. You, you, you did ask joke. for my favorite movies on the mailbag, so oh. maybe this is I'm for just the rest of going us. into it. Okay. What's you your favorite book, Craig? I'm not going to answer that now. Oh wow, that's I've oh, already well, answered the time? movie question. I don't really have a favorite book. That's tough. I had to pick a favorite book, Bobby Orr's book was good. Like I threw like 20 movies on, and it was a, a really incomplete message, um, answer to the question. Oh. There's so many movies that I've loved over the years. But. What's your favorite movie? Let's answer that one. That's a lot easier. I don't know what my favorite movie is. I, I can't pick one out of... Well, give me like three or four.
1: <sighs> Wedding Crashers you know, is good. For the
2: longest time, it was American Beauty, but the Kevin Spacey thing makes it really hard. I never now. saw that Look movie. It. Love that movie.
1: Departed's good. It's Godfather's good. Right? good. Godfather,
2: yeah. yeah. Somebody asked me about that this the morning. The
1: First is good. Why yeah,
0: it. yeah, it went downhill quick. The
1: second, third hangovers well, should not, not be fit. on my list, but well, I'm mixing court. some comedy into too. I know you're yeah. more uh, no, dark and like serious. No, I like comedy. Do okay.
2: okay. yeah. you understand cl- Fight Club? Blade Runner's not a comedy, right, Craig? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like Club's performances. Good. I like eye popping performances from actors or actresses. That's that's a big part of I mean, the movie still has to work, but. So mostly, Pauli Shore's catalog Pauly Shore. is really, <laughs> the The <weasel. laughs> Whistle. <laughs> All right. That's the name of the show. <laughs> uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. That was good acting.
1: People are going to think the whole show is about Brad Marchand, but it isn't.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. Jamie? I, I, I have a whole list on my mailbag. People yeah. Can check I, out I don't and There are like probably 30 more that could be on there. You're like know. IMDb.
1: I am. I don't man. even know where
2: to begin. What's the
1: best it's horror been, movie? I don't really watch a lot of horror movies. It's no, too bad. Give me an example and I'll, I'll throw well, one out.
2: Alien? You. Aliens?
1: Never seen Alien.
2: Seriously?
1: Yeah. No, I haven't seen it either. Jamie might be an alien, but he hasn't actually seen. That's the why I haven't seen it. I don't want to watch nonfiction. Uh, Mighty Ducks three. That was kind of terrifying oh, at one God, point. You guys are scaring me. I they were going to lose <laughs> to the Eden Hall Academy. I, I was. It
2: was very Yeah, the guys hotel what, like Western. Not a sponsor. <laughs> you don't like westerns either.
0: Uh <laughs> no. I'm trying to think of no, the western I, I, I've seen. You're turning into me now with those bad jokes. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> okay, we should
2: move on because uh, you know I have work to do today. Uh, this doesn't feel like it anymore.
1: Kevin writes in, yes, even longer episode. It's like he knows that we're three hours into the show as we're recording this. Um, are the Coyotes going to shed some salary? I know Host's contract gets put on LTIR, but are they, going to, are they just going to go the year with seven plus million in cap space? They're still trying to add somebody.
2: I would think they're still trying to add somebody in free agency, but I don't think it's going to be a big name. It can't be a big name. Well, I mean, they could move something out. There are always ways to get these deals done if you want to get them done. But I, no. I can't imagine they're going to dive into the free agent waters and go for one of the big fish because they're just too expensive. But I could see them you know, getting another sort of Michael Grabner type signing. Yeah.
1: We'll see. Uh, because stuff usually happens right after we stop recording. Yes. Let's uh, let's make the prediction right now. I, I'm well. They can't sign free agents today, Luke. So I understand. That. It'll be okay. <laughs> you have to hear the whole the whole question. I'm of the belief they're adding another winger at some point in the next couple mm, of weeks. Me too. Trade or free agency? I don't know. Depends on what's available. I'm going to say it's via trade. I can see that. But and I'm who's going the other that. way? That's what's tough. That's what's tough. I, 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 look, caveat. If it is a bigger name, if it's a more splashier player, it's going to be via trade. I'll just say that. That's not even a prediction. That's just I the truth. with that. Yeah. Free agency is going to be, like you said, maybe like a Grabner-type player where they bring in somebody that fits what they need and maybe get some 20 to 25-ish goals, sort of in that Soderbergh range. And kind hope,
2: of. hope that they're you know the guys that had off years last year pick it up a little bit and the younger guys progress. Yeah. So all of that together.
1: There maybe. are guys that had off years last year. Oh,
2: yeah. No oh, no yeah. question. There Derek are, Stepan didn't produce like he normally does. Clayton Keller didn't progress in a linear fashion he's not. the
1: post right now the non-linear progression right. shirt Christian DeHorek the and Nick face. Schmaltz
2: just didn't play so yeah. you could get more from them yeah. um, you hope you're going to get a little more from Alex Galchenyuk. Yeah, and Michael Grabner let's face it he, he was hurt too but I'm not
1: expecting as much from Brad Richardson no. at least in the scoring agreed there that, he'll take a step back and I'm not expecting Kemper to be a Vezina candidate he doesn't, he doesn't...
2: that whole goalie situation is going to be
1: interesting he also got an MVP vote did you see that Fifth place. He got one fifth place MVP vote, and people flipped out on the internet, because that's what people do on the internet. All right. Jamie's looking up books on the internet to figure out what they are. <laughs> um, I'm going to wrap it up, because this is a four-hour show. Okay. we we good? Yeah. All right. For Jamie Eisner, for Craig Morgan, I'm Luke Lipinski. Thanks for listening to the Natural Hattrick Podcast. Silence. <laughs> I didn't have
0: it. <laughs> 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 I was looking up goal scorers on Capra. Right the <laughs> one thing
1: you do. Good.